This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. I'm Renette Marburg, and we are here uh, on 7 to 9 a.m., and we are Radio Pulpit. I need to just do a little bit of admin. I just want to encourage you. We are going to be discussing a very sensitive issue this afternoon, but very important to know that there are organizations out there that are coming alongside those that are being human trafficked. And with the new this movie Sound of Freedom going out, we need to know what is happening in the world. And we have Salome Giger on our program this afternoon, and she is the co-founder of Free to Fly organization, and she's going to share everything about human trafficking this afternoon with us, and give us a little bit of, uh, you know, enlighten us and, and give us some insight. So, Salome, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much, Renette, for having me this afternoon with you. It's such a privilege. and But we're going to take a break quickly and listen to a song, and then we're going to come and join you, and then we're going to get into the deep and hot, heart-rendering stuff uh, straight after Thank this. You. Thank you so much for staying with us this afternoon, family and friends. And we are really going to be discussing something very sensitive. Um, as you know, the Sound of Freedom movie is out right now, and we have the privilege um, of having Salome Giger, who's been in our country for over two since 2011. Can you believe I've known you so long? But we I know that you have done incredible work coming alongside those that are human trafficked. But Salome. You know, we're just wanting to find out what made you come into because this you have to be called for this kind of ministry, <laughs> um, and very special because it can wear you down, I'm sure. So tell me, you came to South Africa, and what was your focus when you came here, and why did you go this direction with, um, you know, going into the sex tra- trafficking and human trafficking? Like that little shout out. So I grew up in a small village in Germany and um, in a loving Christian family home. Um, my parents told me from small on about Jesus and I fall in love with him. And so when people asked me, what do you want to become one day? I was like, no, I want to preach the good news of Jesus. However, little did I know <laughs> that one day God is going to call me to South Africa. Wow. What happened is when I grew up, I was actually um, abused. And that led me to the point where I really didn't have had hope anymore and fall in depression and really struggled with life, specifically because it was happening in the context of the body of Christ. Mm. And one day I found myself on a bridge and I was like, I'm so done with my life. I really don't want to live anymore. Um, and as I climbed up that bridge, I hear the voice of the Lord who said, Salome, I have a plan and I have a purpose for your Mm. life. And that day has changed me because three days later, a mom from the kindergarten where I was working, I was co-leading a bigger crash in Germany, came and she didn't have a clue what I was going through. However, she asked me if I can please pass on my house keys to her. 
And I have to say, it was really tough because I was like, what will she think if she sees the mess in my house? What will she think if she actually realizes what was going on behind closed doors? However, the spirit led me to pass on my keys to her. And in the evening, when I came home to my place, I saw everywhere, in my bedroom, in my bathroom, in my kitchen, there were big red hearts where it was written, I am a beloved daughter of God. And there were everywhere red roses. And you know, that day has changed me. Because I realized so many times we put off on masks and we pretend to the outside, no, everything is fine. However, God sees our heart. And that's really what I want to pass on to those ladies on the streets, to those kids that are currently exploited. To the outside, many of those ladies that you see in Long Street, that you see all over town, mm. they have a smile on their face. But once you get to know them and you see the brokenness and they open up, you actually realize, hey, there's a different person behind. Mm. And I think, especially as the body of Christ, we have to be so careful to not be judgmental, but to mm. actually ask, what happened to you? And so I feel very privileged that through God meeting me in my point of need, where this lady didn't clean up anything, this mother of the kindergarten, she didn't clean my mess, but she showed me in the first place, God is there. And he mm. sees me and he wants to love on me. He wants to show me that I am his precious daughter. And that has changed my life going forward. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I'm just listening to you. I just got quite emotional just to think that things were happening in the body of Christ. And, you know, we are so damaged even in the body. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's so... Uh, perverse and distorted of how to display our authority and misappropriate it in all, all, in all ways. So, Salome, you know, but the fact that your heart got changed in that day, on that day, that the Lord showed you how much he loves you and mm -hmm. through somebody else and that you're worthy and valued. And, you know, the fact that you were called... I believe when you got saved, you were already called. And um, mm -hmm. just what you have done alongside, I see, you know, on your, on that you go and speak into schools, uh, you know, just give us a little bit of an idea of what is it that you are doing right now as, as, mm -hmm. uh, as a, as an organization. And what is it that we can, can, you know, that, society can open up themselves to hearing from you and hearing mm -hmm. about you. Just give us an idea of what Free to Fly means. What What is the organization mm -hmm. about? Sure. So yeah, as Free to Fly, we very much believe in prevention work. Prevention is better than cure. So we go um, regularly to schools, to communities, to churches, where we are invited to share about the science of trafficking, how can you protect yourself? What do you need to look out for? But then we have as well a monthly podcast where we shed light from all different kinds of angles. Like we had, for example, an expert who was sharing his life story with us. 
and how he realized and how he got to know the Lord and realized that actually he was on the wrong track. We had a lady who was a victim and now is a survivor of trafficking, sharing about her story. We had somebody from law enforcement who shared about how he rescued yeah, people out of the tragedy. And so every month we release a new podcast to create awareness. But then we go as well to different markets and not just, again, to communities. But then what we are doing with as well is data collection, which means we really our hardest to find the children. When 2018, the Lord spoke to my leaders about, yeah, building free to fly, said, find the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and next to that, we are busy setting up a place of safety for children and youth who come out of human trafficking. Because as we speak, there's no registered place of safety that is registered for those needs of those who have fallen into the threat of trafficking and sexual exploitation and who are minors. So that's another mission that Free to Fly has on their heart. Wow, that is incredible. That's absolutely incredible. And then, you know, I'm just looking at the name. You know, obviously there is, you know, what God, what did God intend with a name like Free to Fly? Because when you come across a child that's been abused or been in, you know, in the system for adoption and all those kind of things and being seriously abused, I have counseled many Young young children that have been through that and today are drug addicts and all those yeah. kind of things that really are seriously damaged by their past. So, yeah. what is free to fly mean? You know, uh, I just you know I'd love I'd love to know and, and share with us how did you come on that name? Mm. Like I would believe it's really that the Lord is there to set those who have been captive or who have been held captive to set them free. And so our desire is really that the beauty and the potential that God has laid in each one of those children, that it will come, yeah, to the full <laughs> fulfillment. Yes. And therefore we believe, like even as you look on the logo, there's like a flame and a butterfly escaping it. Yes. And that's our desire, that those who have been badly treated, that they will escape and that they will become beautiful butterflies. Amen. (laughs) Just as God designed them to be. Exactly. And become really changes in as well in our society. mm. I mean, I have witnessed ladies that have come out of human trafficking and that are reaching out now to others who are still trapped. And that's really our desire. Yes, yes. And, you know, when you mentioned about the the churches and, you know, the, uh, are we are we ready to receive women from the street, men from the street, uh, to come into our, into the midst of us and walk a road with mm-hmm. them? Um, and I'm not bashing any ministries here at all. I'm just asking. It's just a general ask. Are we ready for the revival that and the harvest of those that need to turn away from where they are into and come back into society? Is what is it that you have discovered over the years 
um, is that huge gap? I think as a church, we have such an amazing opportunity to really reach out. And so there are different teams all over the city um, from a partner organization who go out to the streets and who reach out. And I know that they are looking for more workers to go out with them. But then really people as well who come on side of us and who say, you know what, we believe in the vision that God has entrusted to us. Yes, we might not be able to go ourselves, but we are able to volunteer in other ways. Mm. Um, we can be advocates, we can help with events, we can help of sharing the word. But then as well, like people who want to educate themselves, I mean, we put regularly things on our social media pages, like on Facebook, on Instagram, because if you are educated, you can educate others. For yes. people who want to sign up for our newsletter, um, if you want to host a tea party and invite your friends, you're very welcome we are to bring us on board and to say, hey, just share more with us. So there are different ways how one can get in, yeah, involved in it. Yes. But then overall as well, really in prayer. Prayer mm-hmm. is such a powerful weapon that God has entrusted to us and mm-hmm. we can make a change. I think we really have to be so aware that we are not being judgmental towards others, but that we ask, what happened to you? That we, like you already rightfully said, that we will walk the journey with somebody instead of judging them. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, it's it's such an encouragement that there are organizations that are equipped. You see, you know, a lot of people don't get involved. They turn away or turn a blind eye, knowing or unknowingly, um, just due to the fact of lack of knowledge of what to do with somebody that they come across and that has been, uh, you know, that's been there or broken through it for whatever reasons, um, you know, that we can direct them to an organization like yours. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I think it's really, really, really uh important for us to to get to know what's actually happening out there we we often like ostriches and we just put our head in the ground and just let's not know about this this doesn't you know i'm going to just you know fall apart and so these are the fact that you've spent your most of your young adult life to being committed to understanding those people and how to bring them back to restoration is remarkable. But we're going to take a break, um, Salome, and I want us to just come back to some of the things that we've highlighted now. Um, if you can possibly just give us a, you know, a, a bit of background on the, the status or the status, not necessarily statistics. I know it's very hard to regulate in our country. Um, yes, I think we just need to follow up on the status of what does South Africa look like currently with the human trafficking situation. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to take a quick break and listen to a, a, a track uh, from one of our art, uh, gospel artists. And then we'll be back with you right away. Thank you so much for staying staying with us. We are talking about a very sensitive and uh, very relevant issue that's 
being highlighted by the Sound of, of Freedom movie right now. And I think it's just, first of all, do we actually know what is happening behind the scenes? And do we know what is human trafficking? I think everybody that doesn't know needs to know right now. So, Salome, we're just going to give you the the voice. Um, you know, what is South Africa's status at the moment? Um, I know it's difficult to give the statistics, mm. but what is the status and what is the magnitude of the different uh, of mm. human trafficking here? And what is actually the different kinds of human trafficking? Just mm. if you can give us a brief description of the different kinds of trafficking. So, yeah, I think it's really important that we understand that trafficking is actually happening at our doorstep. I mean, South Africa is a transit, source and destination country for trafficking, and especially seeing that it's exploitation of the vulnerability, it is actually happening much more than we think or even consider. For example, there's the sexual exploitation and the sex trafficking. I think that's one of the obvious things. When <laughs> I have seen when it's ladies, and even children, that have been forced by their own family members to make money. I mean, I remember that little child who said to me, no, I have to climb sometimes as well into a truck. Mm. The child was 11 years old and was forced to have sex numerous times in the night with truck drivers. But then you see them as well at times selling trucks. You know, like, yes. I think especially in a nation that family is often broken, where the daddy is not at home or the mommy is too busy. Kids are longing for belonging. They long to be part of something. And mm -hmm. those gangsters, they know that very well. And they sadly take often advantage of those little kids. Mm -hmm. Hey, you want a watch? You want a phone? And then in the end, it's payback time. Now, I have given you what you wanted. Now you need to start selling trucks. And mm. yes, we say, oh, those naughty kids. But actually, have you ever considered that truck trafficking might be behind that? Sure. Another way is forced labor. I mean, <laughs> those kids are being often used in factory, but as well as times at wine farms, where they're used because they have such soft hands where they're used to pluck grapes. Mm. Instead of going and receiving education, organ trafficking for the black market, <coughs> in the same time for Muti, witchcraft is another way. Soft marriages, Ukutuala, can be another way. Or even what happened the other day, what we witnessed in town, where little kids were forced to back. And you know, in the background was the mom and the auntie. And as soon as we engaged with them in a conversation, we said, no, we are not giving you what you asked. The mother said, please go to this car and back from there. The question is, why are those parents not making a way? Why do they use their children? Because they're vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be so aware that it's actually happening, that it could happen right in front of us. That we see those signs. And that we are willing to to speak up. I mean, there's a national hotline number that is operating 24-7. Yes. Mm. 
So he would call there, report it, be a voice for those who don't have a voice right now, and speak up. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know that is that is good to know because you know people don't want to get involved, and that is these are fear factor, especially if you are dealing with uh, gangsters and drug addicts and you know people of influence, uh, you know that are actually. The normal man in the streets, the same as you and me, um, but at the end of the day, they're involved with prostitution or anything like that. And where there's money involved, there's danger involved. So, yeah. you know, I just want to know that do would they be able to contact you if there's anything they should know or need to di- get direction on or highlights, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you can maybe just give us that hotline number that we can, sure. you know, can mention it again at the end, if you don't mind as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if there's anybody that has seen something that is untoward to a child or to a woman, um, what mm-hmm. would it be? So please get in contact with us through our social media pages, like free to today. Or send us an email to contact at free2fly.org.za or call the national hotline number under 0800-222-777. Three sevens. Correct. 0800-222-777. Great. I'm going to keep that at hand as well. And, you know, that is that is wonderful. And, you know, who is at the... Um, end of these emails, uh, how would they be able to assist? You know, um, is it qualified people or would they just be able to direct? I just want to give, you know, that they don't phone and then have an expectation and mm-hmm. not be fulfilled. No, it's definitely qualified people. And even when you write to contact at free to it will end in on our desk and we will right away get it back to you and will direct you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, please don't hesitate. Even if you might think, mm, I'm not sure if that's really a trafficking case, better speak up and letting a situation pass by and later on the child, a woman or even a man might be endangered. Yes. So yeah, we have voices, so let's rise it and let's yeah, let's be an advocate for those currently are voiceless. Yes, and, and you know, are we having, you know, I, I was just going through some statistics and just globally, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're saying that it's like 50% girls and men uh, and 50% men and boys that are going through the same, with the same issues, you know, that it's not any more just women. And, uh, you know, that was okay. the main main. Uh, focus, but at the end of the day, that the that boys and men and they don't come out to speak up because of the shame involved. So, yeah. how do you navigate that? So, as to fly, we really work mainly with children. That's our main focus. And however, if there is a boy, and I know that it often has a stigma, like how can it happen to a man? However, I have personally witnessed how men have become victims as well. So please get in contact and we will direct you as well in the right direction. And I think we really have to break that shame stigma because actually, if you need help, there is help available. 
And I think it's really like often our own perception or the perception that we have over society that this cannot happen to men, but that's a lie. So, yeah, please. That is very, very encouraging to know that, you know, there is help. So anybody out there that has maybe witnessed something that you think there should be a problem or could be a problem, or if it's a household that has really got lots of in and out activity happening, and, you know, we need to be very vigilant and aware. And not to endanger yourself, there are these hotlines. Um, the hotline number is very easy to remember. I hope you're writing it down. It's 0800-222-777. And you, or you can contact your, just give me your email address again, uh, Salome. It's contact at simplefly.org.za. Fantastic. Because this is very, you know, even if even if we just need information. Um, so mm. we can even just double check to see if we know what we are looking exactly. at. And, you know, we but can... Even if you want to invite us to your church or to a gathering, we are very happy to come out and to share more on the topic with you. As, as I said in the beginning, prevention is better than cure. Amen, amen. So thank you so much for sharing that with us and giving us that information. But we're going to come back and just see what what is it that we need to know. Just what is it, can it look like? And what mm. should we, we be aware of? Um, so uh, mm. Salome, we're going to continue with the conversation. We're just going to take a quick break and play, a, play a, a song now. And then we'll join you straight after this. Thank you for staying with us this afternoon, family and friends. And yes, we are not talking about a happy um, happy topic this afternoon. It's actually a very serious uh, topic. And I think we've all been exposed to it somehow, either by TV or seeing it on, on television, um, movies. There's that uh, Sound of Freedom movie that's out there right now, uh, just putting the emphasis on human trafficking and what it looks like. So Salome's uh, from Free to Fly organization here with us on online on this afternoon. And she's just sharing us the greater picture of what's actually happening in South Africa. And she's been in our country for since 2011. So she's walked a long road. She's just not flown in and come and observed. She's actually walked the walk and talked the talk and sees on ground level what is actually transpiring in our country. So Salome is going to share with us now, what is it that we, what are we looking at? Uh, what can it look like and what can we do about it? How do we prevent another child or another woman being sex trafficked or human trafficked? So, yeah, I think some of the red flags that we really need to look out for is, for example, a person that we come across, does they have physical abuse or neglect that they uh, went through? Um, are there documents controlled by someone else? Like I have witnessed ladies that, we're so fearful of going even to the police station or to report it because they were like, well, then we are illegal in the country and what will happen? So mm. there's a lot of manipulation around that as well. Sure. And in the same time, tattoos and trending that the traffickers often use in order to keep them captive. Lack yes. of freedom to move. I mean, they are so isolated many of times. Um, they are unpaid or they are even not paid at all. Where you are like, you know what, like recently I met a lady 
And sadly, she came three months ago. And the sad thing is that she's so afraid of leaving. Because the thing is as well that she said, you know what? I have to pay my accommodation, which is 400 a day. Yes, I've experienced So now the thing is, if she's not making money on the day, the the landlord is like, oh, don't worry. You can pay back any time. But the debt is higher and higher and higher. And through that, they are actually being kept in the the sex trade. Mm. And they have to pay back. And unreasonable, difficult work conditions can be another indicator and I already said it has a large debt to pay off. Oh, no, I brought you in country. Don't worry. We will cover all your expenses when you get here. But then once they are here, they actually have to pay back. Mm-hmm. Or constantly being watched and under supervision. Sure. Or they don't speak the local language. So mm-hmm. where should they run to? Who is there to listen to them? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are different, different um, indicators that we can look out for. And those are some of them. Sure. That is actually very heart-rendering. And, you know, um, just listening to you when you spoke about the children as well, where children get mm-hmm. neglected and I know abused, children that are dis- have dis- disabilities also get abused and used for different reasons. Um, you know, I've counseled now because I'm, I'm a social psychologist consultant as well. Um, so I work with a lot of these kind of cases where, uh, you know, they get used and for for finances um, because they cannot they don't have a voice. So just yeah. give me you know what we, as you've moved around the schools, what have you picked up and what is the magnitude of it? Well, we have been working for fourteen months on border control, and in those fourteen months, we found seventy four potential victims oh, of trafficking. That's a lot. And fifteen of them were children. And the shopping part, just to give an example, was when when my colleague, he saw this mom with this 11-year-old child. And we realized that the documentation wasn't correct. Mm. And we spoke about it. And you know what the mother said to him? I know you white old guys like those young kids. Don't you want to have my daughter? Oh my goodness. I mean, that's the reality of what we have witnessed. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult that to give a statistic horrifying. in regards to trafficking. But the statistic from 2013, and we all know sadly that it hasn't gone better. Yes, it's escalated. Every five, every five hours, a child is being reported as being missed. I'm not saying that every child that is being missed is a trafficked victim, but every trafficked victim is a missing person. Oh, Lord. Oh, that is mortifying, absolutely mortifying statistics. And yes, and in this, but we have to stay active in prevention. Um, It makes a difference how it looks like. And even if it looks hopeless and helpless, we just have to continue doing the work that God has positioned us to be. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, We need to know that this is severe. This can be our little girl next door, um, a little child at your school, um, in your class. It could be a young kid at Sunday school. 
um, somebody is getting hurt every five hours. It is yeah. mortifying factor. And we know that as life has become so crazy and more um, more hectic and, you know, what's been shown on all this gender-based issues that we are having, that things are just going out of the spectrum of God's moral compass. So we have to stay in the game of preventing. Mm. So thank you so much, Salome, for actually being that person. I know that is something that you really have to have a strong spirit and strong calling on because I'm sure it weighs you down emotionally and and spiritually on all levels. Am I making a change? Um, so we just want to thank you for the work that you're doing, those that your volunteers, those that have come alongside you, those that have been in it and have been restored and redeemed and on a healthy path because of the work that you are doing. I just want to thank you and God bless you people and may the Lord just multiply whatever resources that you are needing and prayer warriors and people that would maybe come up and say, listen, I'm putting my hand up. How can I help? Can I come and, uh, you know, I've done that for a while, over a couple of years that I've also done here in our area, Belleville, um, <clears throat> We have walked the streets with some ladies and we've just come alongside them and just given the, and loved on them. And that's all we can do. So, Salome, thank you so much for the work that you are doing. May the Lord just continuously use you mightily and that your organization will get all the love and support that it needs. So just give us your details a little bit again. And then if there's anything that you'd like to add, please do. So, yeah, please send us an email if you want to get involved or if you have more questions or if you would like to invite us to your church or other gatherings where we can share more and more stories as well of, yeah, even the hope that we have seen in that area of kids, women being exploited, being sold, traffic victims. So our contact details are contact at freetofly.org.za. And you can find us as well on Facebook and on Instagram under freetofly.org.today. Thank you so much, Renette, for giving us that opportunity to shed light in regards to modern-day slavery and how it looks like in our country. We very much appreciate it. Absolutely my privilege and honor, and I just want to bless you. And family and friends, yes, we need to know about these things. And as I said, my program is one of those programs where we talk about everything and anything. And we need to know this it could be happening to a family right next door to you or somebody that you know and that, please, if you can save a life of a child and their future, yeah. Please speak up, speak up and speak out. And if not, and you're afraid, here is the 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 helpline, oh eight double o triple two triple seven. It's very important. Put a focus on it. Be aware and be vigilant. It could even be your own child that you don't even know that has been enticed and groomed for a future of 
him of trafficking. So, Salome, thank you so much for being with us this afternoon, and we will definitely have you back sooner than later sometime again uh, just to give us some feedback and maybe some good news of how you are working and how things are changing, and we trust that the Lord will just cover you and protect you and provide for you and prosper you in all areas of your life. Thank you so much. And yes, family and friends, we come to an end of mus- of this program, and I just want to encourage you, yes, just keep your focus on the Lord, look to Him, hear His voice, and get get some wisdom and knowledge on what's happening in the real world. Uh, we cannot just be in our bubbles and think that we can just be self-serving. If you can offer any kind of uh, assistance in prayer or volunteering, please, 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 the labor is off you and we need you. So just stay safe, take care, look after yourselves, stick to the rules. I know we're in perilous and unprecedented times, but God is in control always. Goodbye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.